The following pre-recorded program is paid for by Channel Mom Media. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Oh, yes, we are. I realize I just forgot to turn on my Facebook Live, so I'll have to do that in the break. <laughs> hey, welcome, moms, dads, kids listening today. I am Jenny, and this is Channel Mom. We are the channel made for moms, because how many of those are there out there? I don't think of any off the top of my head. That's why we're here for you, to remind you what a big deal you are as you raise up that next generation. Question for you, doesn't every mom want her child to grow up to be great? Wouldn't you like to know the keys to unlocking your child's greatness? Well, today we're going to help you with that. My friend and author, Tanya Milligan, is going to be on the show today in the studio to help you and give you those keys. Uh, It's all from her brand new book, No Perfect Parent, Just a Perfect Purpose. We're going to discuss those things like what your child needs to know before discipline and how to speak life into your child's life. So stay tuned right here for the rest of Channel Mom. After 60 seconds from our sponsors. The Life Center in Littleton is here for you. Whether you or someone you know needs help with groceries, GED prep, finding community, or figuring out what faith in Jesus really means, the Life Center wants to help. Located just south of downtown Littleton, we exist to offer our community practical help and lasting hope. Find out more at lifecenterlittleton.org. Moms are a big deal, but sometimes the world forgets. That's why Channel Mom Media and Outreach is here. We exist to love, coach, and encourage every mom, whether she's struggling with parenting, single motherhood, homelessness, or locked in prison. On the radio and social media, Channel Mom works to remind each mom of her importance and give her the latest and best advice. We also reach out to moms with our hands and feet, helping homeless and incarcerated moms, as well as moms in the country and mothers in the city. You can join our work by praying for us, volunteering, or giving at ChannelMom.com. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Oh boy, are we ever. I'm cutting off Coldplay today. I actually like that tune, and so it's hard for me to cut it off. Hey, welcome to the show. I do hope that today's show is going to be an encouragement to you because we have some really cool things to share from my friend Tanya Milligan. The name of her book is No Perfect Parent, Just a Perfect Purpose, Keys to Unlocking Every Child's Greatness. But before we get to that, I do want to welcome some listeners from around the country. I'm doing this new thing um, called a mom market mention. So I'm mentioning different markets from around the country who join us. And today I'm mentioning our friends, the wonderful moms of Little Rock, Arkansas, and also Medicine Lodge and Barber County, Kansas. We're so glad to have you guys on board. I really hope that uh, you're enjoying the show. If you want to reach out and say, 
you know, what you think I should be talking about, I'd be happy to hear from you. Channel mom at Gmail is where you find us. And also, of course, our precious and faithful audience right here in the Denver area on 94.7 The Word. We're so glad to have you on board. Okay, so Tanya has a company. She's, she's a very successful woman outside of mothering, but she's also been successful in her mothering. However, she would be the first to be real and honest and open and, and let you know um, that she's had some struggles. And she's willing to be so open about some pretty difficult, tough stuff today on the radio. So I want her to be able to tell her story. So I'm not going to talk too much before that. However, I just have a little confession to make. You know, It's a Wonderful Life and the brother of Jimmy Stewart, the guy that has all the strings tied to his fingers because he's always trying to remember stuff. Or do you never, have you never watched It's a Wonderful Life? Tanya, next (laughs) Christmas, we are going to watch that together. Anyway, he forgets stuff all the time. And I have been wandering around my house for the last two months thinking, I am that guy. I am, what's his name? Billy? Is that what his name is, Richard? Billy, I think, and It's a Wonderful Life. Anyway, I am forgetting things all of the time, including the correct title of your book. So apologies about that. But I just wonder if another mom out there identifies with me. I just, we have so much on our plates that... (laughs) <laughs> I am not always juggling all the balls very well, and I lose balls all the time. So that's my one thing I'm going to say as a mom. All right, so let's get to Tanya. Tanya is a mother of two, actually a mother of three, one in heaven. Let's just put it that way. Lots uh, in heaven. Lots in heaven. Okay, then that's the case with a lot of mamas. I've got one, a baby in heaven too. Okay. Um, and she runs her own business very successfully, rent a theme Entertainment. And uh, she's now written a book because she wanted to pass on some of the secrets of her mothering. And I myself want to learn some of the secrets because she has amazing children, fully grown now. But I want to chat first a little bit about your history. You had some early hurdles. You had a child that was born in jeopardy. You know, they thought he could die. You had, uh, you lost a baby who was ready to be born and uh, he died in birth. Was that right? Actually, just, just, um, he was early, so he was, I was actually, um, almost five, six 28 months. weeks. Yeah, pregnant. yeah, 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 yeah. 28 weeks. So she lost a baby in a traumatic fashion, and, and that's huge. And she had some guilt that went along with the loss of that baby. Um, and then she had her daughter years later. So why don't you talk a little bit about your story and, and the, and the trauma and the struggle that you went through to become the mother that you are today? And, and there's one really tough story in the middle of it. So why don't you just tell a little bit about your history? Um, so um, I was pregnant early, um, but before I got pregnant, I actually had a miss, um, an abortion. So I was 17 when I had an abortion. Um, no one knew. I think the only um, time my mom actually kind of heard it from me was through this book. And she, we still haven't. She hasn't acknowledged it. I haven't acknowledged it. But she read my book. She said she loved it. So yay. But um, as far as just talking about it, I hadn't really talked about it at all. Um, my so daughter, how was that? How was it to talk about this, your abortion in this book and, and the guilt uh, that you had and the guilt that you had to overcome? You know, it's, it was when I was 17. So um, God had worked me through that process already. So I was more comfortable in sharing it. So that wasn't the biggest um, hurdle that I faced in writing that book. Um, it was just um, being honest and making sure that I included everything. So it wasn't like a hurdle in sharing um, the abortion part of it. Um, I definitely, um, it was when I was 18. And, and you know, when you go through an abortion, the funny thing is people um, tell you, I was 17, I was going to hide it and nobody was going to know. Um, I paid for it myself. Um, but um when you go to the doctor's office, they convince you almost that it's not really a baby. 
you know, and so I kept telling myself, it's not really a baby. But in my heart of heart, I knew, I mean, as soon as they told me I was pregnant, I knew it was a baby. So it was that conflict in my spirit that hurt so bad. Mm -hmm. Because even though I was trying to use science and say it was a zygote, and, you know, because I'm going to have this abortion and I'm less than, you know, 12 weeks pregnant and, you know, all those things, I still knew in my heart of heart it was it was a baby. Yeah. So and and so tell moms because I want the mom out there who maybe still is carrying guilt or shame or fear or whatever it is from having had an abortion that you went through a time where God had to heal you. You lost a baby, Vance Vance well, Joseph. That yes. Was, yes, Vance Joseph. At about Vance six, Ryan. Vance Ryan. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> Look at me. This is me needing like strings on my fingers again. Um. You lost him, and in the midst of that, you thought, is God punishing me for my yes, abortion? So, so talk to a mom about that. So um, abortion at 17, um, 19, I'm pregnant. Um, I have my son, Kenneth, and then, um, which was not easy, um, but, oh, my gosh, did I love that little boy. And then I get pregnant again. And you and got pregnant before you got married. Let's just be yes, full disclosure. definitely. Yeah. Full disclosure. I was pregnant, um, and there was no way I was going to have an abortion again. Um, so it was like. I'm pregnant. I'm going to have this baby. And so I was married at um, 19. And then um, right after I'm um, having Kenneth, I think, because um, I was almost 20 when I had Kenneth. So the miscarriage or um, stillbirth, because he actually died um, right before um, he was born, um, was when I was 21 years old. I think I was 20, 21 years old. Yeah. Um, and that loss made me revisit that abortion. And so I think I had kind of buried that whole thing. But when I lost Vance Ryan, I definitely thought, oh, this is why God is punishing me. Um, mm -hmm. And because of that abortion. And that's mm -hmm. why, I, you know, I had seen the the beauty of having a baby at, with Kenneth. And so now I'm ready for my next blessing. Yeah. And then it's gone, you know. Um, and so you and thought it, God was punishing you for your I, abortion. I did. For, for the mom who's listening today who needs to hear the back half of that story, what did God show you about the forgiveness after an abortion? Um. It was just a sweet um, rocking um, and letting me know that that baby was in heaven with him and that there is no sin worse than another sin. And um, no matter how horrible you think it is. Um, and when that like permeated my spirit, it was a release and I was able to just accept his um, um the forgiveness, you know, and, and, and forgive myself. Yeah, and forgive yourself. Yeah. yeah. So. Amen. Amen. That's so beautiful. Thanks for telling me that. I have tears in my eyes now because those are the things I believe, Tanya, that made you a mom who wanted to write a book about no perfect parent because that's what you came from. But there is a perfect purpose. Amen. And, and the, you wanted to have an intentional plan about how you would raise your babies. Talk about the importance as we get into the keys to unlocking your child's greatness. Talk about the importance of intentional parenting. I mean, it sounds like obvious, but, but explain that. Definitely. I think um, uh, the best way to think of it, if you uh, own a business, you've never thought about going into a business without writing a business plan. You've never thought about um, having a wedding, anything important to us. Generally, we come up with some type of plan, even if it's on a napkin. There's something yeah. you're going to sketch out something. And if you talk to a lot of parents and you say, what's your plan for your baby? And they'll look at me kind of puzzled and I'm 
And then I say to them, how do you know? They say, well, I want them to be successful. And you go, but what are your what are you going to offer to make sure that he can be successful what what are you going to do what's what's your plan yeah and it's so, not just a want to it's it's an act to exactly yeah. and anything that's important it's worth writing it down writing a plan so yeah yeah okay so talk about that Let, let's go through the acronym keys okay to definitely. unlocking your child's greatness so let's go through the ac- acronym and and then maybe give a suggestion or two about how a person even if their kid's 17. I mean, mine are 17 and 21, and I know I can still have a plan for them. Amen. And I have, but I don't know how much of it I've written. So so I want you to talk about the keys, the acronym for keys, and then how we make that plan. Okay. One thing I want to say about writing a plan, a lot of times you'll have that information in your head, but once you write it down, you're more committed to following through. Yes. So it gives you a accountability yes. to yourself. So that's why it's important to write it down. Mm-hmm. Um, whether how, if it's just simple on a napkin or whatever, or if it's more complex, writing a plan is, is crucial. Keys um, to... Every Child's Greatness is K, is for kindness. I think relationship is really important. So it's an acronym, K-E-Y-S. Okay, so let's um, say them all, and then you can go back and describe them. So K so is for kindness. E is for erase. Y is for yes. And S is for stand firm. Okay. So kindness seems kind of obvious, but but let's explain that. Um it is really obvious, but I think it, we forget it. It's in the way, just in general, each morning when parents wake up, we need to speak a kind word. Sometimes, you know, they're difficult to wake up and you just want to be, you know, grumpy and say, you need to get up. Mm-hmm. But even starting their day off with a kind word, um, waking them up gently, um, just anytime you can insert kindness in a child's life, you are building them up for success. Amen. And that's the key, the K in that's keys. K. Now, let me just say and a little aside there. You talk later about speaking life over your child. And I think sometimes we're not aware. We'll get in the car and we'll start griping about somebody or a situation or, or something at home or something that is wrong with the car or whatever. And, and we forget our, our child is soaking all of this in. Yes. So, so to go along with kindness, can you just take a little bit of time to talk about be careful to speak life and not death and complaint and negativity over your child. Oh, definitely. Um, I say even while they're sleeping, I used to go in and I would read a scripture over my child while they were sleeping because they they hear even when they're asleep. Yeah. So um, in watching out exactly what you say, um, God gave us the power in our words. Um, and so we need to speak life. We need to um, encourage them positively. Yeah. Um, and even if you're having a bad moment, keep those moments if you can. Say a prayer. Keep them in, into yourself and, and take that before the Lord. Yeah. Um, That's yeah. good. It's good advice. I, even since reading your book, I've been concentrating more on speaking life over my 21-year-old. And, and I've been using scripture and blessings and prayer over him for many years. But sometimes he can irritate me because he's 21 and he wants me to still be his personal slave. So I can get negative with him. And I think, oh, there's a more constructive way to do this. I need Amen. to speak life over him more. So K in keys is kindness. What's the E erase stand for? Erase is um, kind of my version of grace. Um, it's making sure that you don't hold things against someone. I, I think of an eraser. Uh, when you erase something, it removes it completely and allows you to make the correction right over the top. So there's no um, evidence of the mistake. And that's how we should treat um, our children's mistakes. We should, um, after we've made the correction, we should um, erase what the evidence of, of, and then move on from there. So it's Does that mean no discipline? Does that mean not addressing it? 
Oh, definitely not. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, and I definitely believe in discipline, but um, I, I use an analogy of spilled milk in my book, okay. um, saying that, you know, once... Um, if I spilled milk and I was trying to pour it, my mom told me not to, and I poured it anyway. It spilled, um, and now I've got a mess. The mom could approach it in this way. She could say, um, explain why, you know, why it was a bad thing. Explain um, that we lost milk. It cost money. Um, now we got a mess to clean up. But once we clean it up and we talk about those things, um, the reasons why we shouldn't, then we should also talk about how we could have done it better. So giving them advice and okay, Feel and see if it's too heavy for you before you even start. Mm -hmm. um, see if, you know, uh, if you need help, then let allow your mom to help you. So as a mom, we can walk them through those steps so they are able to start process processing those steps by themselves. That's so good because I think often – I'm getting hot. I have to take off my coat. Okay. Um, <laughs> not that anyone cares who can't see me doing this. Um, I, I think so often when we discipline a child, and I was somebody who was hesitant to spank, but I did do a little bit of spanking because I had strong-willed children, let me just say that. But I was very cautious about the way I did that. But I think so often when we correct a child, discipline a child, we just say, this is what you did wrong. But we don't then say, how could have you done this better? What are you going to do next time? And that's so true. We want to move on to that. But you're saying erase it. After you've addressed it, after you've disciplined for it, erase it. So it's not something you hold over their head after the fact. Okay, I love that. Okay, so K is for kindness, E is for erase. What is Y for again? Say yes. Say yes as much as possible. You will hear parents, um, especially of toddlers, that, but even later, saying no. No, don't touch that. No, no. And you hear no so often. It's a sad thing. I don't want um, a child to think that no is... Um, is what is kind of stamped on their life. Um, so yeah. um, as kids, um, they're naturally inquisitive. They want to know. Um, when a little child is putting something in their mouth, they're exploring, they're tasting. And so when you say no to you know, them putting a rock in their mouth, of course you don't want them to. Um, but when you say no, you're saying literally no exploring, no learning, because what they're trying to decide is, is it edible? How, you know, they're they're learning through that process. So if we can redirect and teach our kids different ways. So the more we can say yes, the better success yeah, they you, will have in life. You have a good example in the book. So we're going to do that. Um, okay. Let me say this. I, I sometimes was a mom who was motivated by fear. So I used to say that if I could wrap my kids in bubble wrap before they went outside, I would. And I would be like, no, you can't bike on the street because someone might hit you. And no, you can't go down to the creek because you could drown in a creek, mind you. I'm thinking this. And, and so I, I did say no, no too often, and it was motivated by fear. When I began to learn to say yes... I thought, I am allowing my child to go have an adventure. Yes. Who wants to cut your child off from an adventure? So, so tell me about the one little thing that you did, and it was so like me. This is so <laughs> something I would do. I have gone to parties with my kids and just sat there, and I'll just have a soda while you guys go do your thing. And it's like, really, Mom, you're going to stay? And like, Yeah, I'm staying. So you did something with your daughter so that you could say yes. Yes. My daughter was 15. Um, she wanted to go to a a movie day um, at a at her friend's house with um, two um, boys, um, and she was fifteen, so that meant they were fifteen as well. Uh -huh. um, and so um, I seen these boys, and these boys didn't look like regular fifteen to me. Now, if you get the story from her, she was like, "Oh, mom, they were puny." But to my you, they eyes, had like full on beards and yeah, deep they, voices, and, yeah. and 
muscle tone that was incredible. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, she can't go with them. And so her dad said no. I said yes. And only by the Holy Spirit's guidance did I say yes. But we got there, um, and I told her she could go into the house and that I would just wait outside. And she was like, fine. She goes into the to the house. They were going to watch movies. Um, the, the parents of the boy, one of the boys, ha- the house that he was at um, wasn't going to be there. So it was just going to be two boys and my baby girl. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So you sat outside. I want to move on because I want to make sure we get to ask. You sat outside in the car and the cutest thing happened. Those boys kept running to the front door to say like, is she still there? Is she still there? Yeah. But but that was a governor for them. They knew they couldn't try stuff with your, because you were sitting right there. Yep. And praying and reading my Bible. I just did my Bible study right in front of that (laughs) gentleman's house. (laughs) I love it. That's so something I would do. All right. So let's get at least to S. And then I do want to remind folks, we are giving away two copies of Tanya's book, No Perfect Parent, Just a Perfect Purpose. So you can call 303-873-1935, 303-873-1935. And if you're you're listening to us on a Saturday, um, tell us at channelmom at Gmail, channelmom at Gmail, that you'd like a copy of the book. So don't be shy. Maybe this book's meant for you or somebody that you know and love. 303-873-1935 or channelmom at Gmail. Okay, we only have a couple minutes left. It goes okay. really fast, doesn't yes, it? Yes, it does. So what does S stand for in keys? It stands for stand fat or stand. <laughs> stand firm. So once you've decided something that's best for your child, consistency is important. So make sure that um, you're not swayed by yeah. their pleas and whatever comes to try to distract you stand firm in what you believe and um and and i think that's the keys to just unlocking the greatness so so i want to touch on one or two more things because we have a couple minutes left i I will say i do think that's a problem for parents myself included i'll make a rule about my daughter's phone and then if she pleads with me i'll be like okay 10 more minutes what it's like no 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 you should stand firm so i appreciate that all right two quick things for the for the parent that thinks okay but how do i how do i mine for my child's greatness how do i find out to, to how to have a plan to unlock their particular greatness talk about that um i believe it's in the gift of play um god gave us that special gift and you will start to notice those things early in their life um i've watched my daughter and my son both we just kind of went with their play habits Um, my son played um he loved um working with scientific stuff and and um, pretending he was serving people and i think and we just played into that whatever he was going at whatever he loved we kind of addressed it and we kind of allowed him to be able to do that so we put him in chemistry classes we he was in science whatever he thought was great we thought was great and you prayed over it and what did he become um, he became an orthopedic surgeon. <laughs> Amen, girl. I just love it. So he's an orthopedic surgeon because you enhanced what he was good at with through the play. Two minutes left. What about your daughter? Um, Nicole is an engineer. Um, she's a, um, you can't really say what she is. She does a, she's, she can't. Um, yeah, she's really smart, and she works for the government. <laughs> okay, she works for the we'll government. We'll leave it there. And I think people could probably get it. But um, what did she do through play? What did you discover about her? Oh, my gosh. Her talents was, um, again, she's very organized. She's um, bright. She's another scientist. Um, and we, again, she wanted to be a teacher, so we, we kind of went with that. And she's still just a great teacher, even as in her, the aspects of what she's doing. So, but, but she liked, she was meticulous, and she liked detail, and that, that that is now playing 
into her current job. Oh, definitely. So last words before we tell people how to find you and how to find the book. Again, you can win this wonderful book, 303-873-1935, or email us at channelmom at gmail. Last words about how to write that action plan, even if it's a couple of sentences, for what you hope to do for your child before they leave the home to create greatness in them or to unlock their greatness. Um, I, I would say first look what you're hoping to accomplish. Do you want um, academic success? Do you want them to have a kind heart? Do you want them to look more like Jesus? Write those things down and then come up with a plan on how you're going to achieve that. Um, you can also look at um, the Google and, and just come up, just first take a business plan and then plug in the things that oh, you love want that. to do uh, with your child. So. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm squinting because I'm trying to see the time and my contacts aren't cooperating. This is such great stuff and I hope it's a blessing. I know you've got friends listening and family listening and strangers listening and I hope that people have grabbed something from this and can be blessed by it. How do they find you in the book, Tanya? Um, You can go to Amazon. Um, You can also purchase it on uh, most of the websites, um, Barnes & Noble, How do they find you? How do they find you? Yeah. Okay. Um, By TanyaMilligan.com. You can go to my website. And um, you can reach me that way. Yeah, t- so. T-O-N-Y-A-M-I-L-L-I-G-A-N.com. And they can find the book because it's got, it's pack chock full of great advice. Yeah, so God you. bless you. I'm so glad that you have these amazing children as a testimony and a testament to the kind of mom you've been. And, and your husband, too, was a good dad. So, so thank you so much for sharing those tips today and the yeah. keys to unlocking our child's greatness. Thank you so much for having me, Sure. Jenny. All right. So let me just remind you, I love motherhood and I love every mom out there. And I'm so appreciative of the sacrifice that you make to raise your children well, to raise them, to unlock their greatness. I know it's a sacrifice. I know you don't get thanked a lot. I know people don't always see it. Your kids forget to thank you. So I'm here to thank you for all you do as a mom. Thank you so much. Please remember that we can minister to you in all kinds of ways, not just on the airwaves, but also on the ground. We help moms coming out of homelessness. We help moms in prison now. We help moms wherever we can. So find us at channelmom.com. And if you want to donate to us to keep us on the air and keep us out there helping moms, channelmom.com has a donate button. I'd be blessed and honored if you go there. And subscribe to us on YouTube. We're at channelmom on all social media. God bless you. Have a beautiful weekend. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoy what you hear on Channel Mom Radio, and if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM, and you'll see our donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family.